Economic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And my name is Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent with 20 years experience and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything we love about Winchester, Virginia with you, and we want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, we are here once again, Megan, in our little podcast studio. Right. Excited to be here. Our, it's official podcast studio. It's an official one because we've officially set up our uh, microphones and our devices and just have left them here. Yes. And like we don't have to set up and tear down. Now, if you're listening to us and you're like, man, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be a part of that episode and be a part of that show. Let us know because we have gone on site before and brought our equipment and gone to different people's places and talked with them there. And that's kind of fun. But you never know what kind of sound disruptions you're going to get. Right. Have you listened to other podcasts and you've listened to like kind of their technical glitches? Have you noticed that in some people's episodes? Not, not so much on podcasts, but definitely like watching YouTube videos. Yeah. And then you've got like this, the just the obnoxious noises that are in the background yeah. or, you know, like a fan that was spinning and you can hear the fan spinning. Yeah. And, and our episodes have been, you know, no different. When we were recording at a different location in our office, every now and then you would hear like the door chime ring or you'd hear people laughing in the background or there'd be a really creaky kind of like walking above our heads because of the open-ended ceilings that we have in our building and people would be above us we've moved into a a more safe and secure and soundproof location i'm excited about that (laughs) what do you think i think it's great i love it down here (laughs) yeah and it's not it's 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 not really um as aesthetic um we have some pipes that are near us we have some brick walls and we have like little cubicles but it's cool you get the vibe come on visit us one time you get the vibe Mm -hmm. yes our our social media person zoe is with us so you'll be seeing some of the wonderful scenes online she's declined to be a part of our episode today (laughs) we will get her a different time but well it's good to be here yes i agree you know so just what is happening in your world megan tell us get Give us an update. Oh, my world. Of course, we had graduation and birthdays. Yep. So luckily, that's kind of calmed down a little bit, and things are just mellowing out in my household, which is really nice. Um, Mellow. That's good. Yeah, it is. It's kind of when you had four kids that were running around at one point in time, to get to mellow with, uh-huh. with two, it's it's <laughs> It's been kind of nice. But um, other than that, just how busy showing property in this market. And it's really nice right now to not have to be out every single night because a property came on and you've got to go look at that one because it'll be gone. So and we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's interesting you're saying that. I'm feeling the same thing. Um, I've got several buyers I'm working with. And I know that you're working with several as well. And there's a little less pressure, I think than there used to be even a few weeks, months ago, where when something first went on the market, and we've talked about this in Iconic Talk, and we warned people, we said, if you want to go see a place, you can't wait. Right. I mean, there's not many houses for sale, and there's so many buyers out there, and the storyline of the market update and status of where things were is like, you need to move quick. If you're not moving quick, you're going to lose the deal. And if you're not moving quick and you're not putting in an offer, you're going to be up, you know, even further up a creek because mm-hmm. people are 
well above bidding over asking price. Here, what what's your sense? Because you're out there shopping with people, and what do you see? Well, first of all, the funniest thing that I have found about this kind of change with it slowing down a little bit is I forgot a little bit of the stress that you have when you're trying to plan multiple showings at the same time. <laughs> right. We haven't done it in so long. Yeah. So if you know you're going to be looking at one property that's, you know, it could be a 30 minute drive to the next one. You've got to make sure that your timing is on. And I've forgotten what that felt like yeah. because it's been what almost two years of just having to hurry up. You got to go one house at a time because if that house came on, you got to go look at it that day right mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's under contract and gone by the next day. Yep. So, but in terms of pricing um, and that pressure, I think it's definitely a little bit off, which is really kind of nice for the buyers and, and I feel and for us. And okay, we can pat ourselves on the back. We predicted this. Okay, yes. I mean, you saw it coming when we we're talking last fall into the winter. Not many things for sale. Tons of buyers. It's going to be insane for buyers out there. Sellers are getting what they want or more. You know that there's going to be a correction. You know that there's going to be more houses that get listed, which then means that those buyers are going to eventually find a place, and there's going to be a little bit of correction. So you're using the term slow down, right? but that's not necessarily like a, a recession or a decline. No, not at all. It's Just more of it's a, more of a more of a timing. Correction, a Correct. balancing yes. of where what you would almost think of a normal market. Like you're kind of referring back to the good right. old days or right. referring but back to like exactly. what is it? it's there's there's less pressure. I mm -hmm. should say that. There's less pressure on the on the buyers, especially on the agents. Um, I just think it's it's slow down. I guess I think of it more as a physical term versus a, a market term. Yes. yes. No, that's that's a good distinction because when it is a market slowdown that scares mm -hmm. people. Right. You know, when you're like, when it slows down, there's going to be price reductions. My house is worth less when I'm out there, um, you know, trying to sell my house. I'm not going to get as much money. It's the seller mentality thinking slow down. Oh no, what's going to happen? My my house is going to sit on the market for days, weeks, months at a time. It's it's not that. I think it's the balance to where there's an appropriate amount of listings with the appropriate amount of buyers out there where you don't have the pick of the litter because houses will still sell as a buyer, but you don't have to pressure. You don't have to like act immediately from day one when a house first goes on. Is, is that yes. kind of what you're thinking? And I'm, I've actually been able, the past couple offers I've written have not been in competition. Wow. See, there's a... That's... That's just a shocker. And There's it's shocker so nice for, again, for that pressure to be off of all parties where yeah. you're not just trying to, you know, get something out there. And, you know, there's room to have a counter and a conversation with a seller. Mm -hmm. um, now, I've got some stats to, okay. to back up a little bit of what we're feeling and experiencing. Because, again, when you're a real estate agent, and especially if you're trying to price somebody's house, there's the there's the stats, there's the facts and running comps and crunching numbers, and then there's your gut feeling mm -hmm. of just we're the experts, we're out there experiencing the real estate market every day, and there's just a gut kind of like understanding of like what's happening. What we're talking about right now is kind of our experience of the market slowing down. Well, here's some of the facts, some of the stats that are out there in Winchester and Frederick County. So. If you can memorize these numbers, okay, okay, okay listen and <laughs> see the trend, visualize the graph here, okay. So back in January, there were 117 units listed in Winchester and Frederick County. 
Okay. Units. So that's just properties that go on the market for sale. In all price ranges. In all price ranges. 117. Okay. February, 142. Bumping up. Okay. March, 239. April, 242. And then May, 248. So there is a really big spike there that you can visually see that graph going up of the number of houses, number of units getting listed. Which is really that spring market, which people, you know, you think of spring, you're going to mm-hmm. think it's going to be April. Mm-hmm. Spring market has been, has keeps backing up farther and farther into winter. Yep. That it's usually, I tell my clients that are going to be listing, you know, it's maybe about that third week of February. Mm-hmm. Um, first week of March is when that spring market and those, that data and just that supports happening. it. And so that's where you can just rest assured the seasonality of real estate is still holding true. Right. With what you're saying, winter into spring, summer normally slows down a bit. And again, it's not the not a recession, not a decline. It's just a slowdown. People are on vacations. Mm-hmm. The heat kicks in. Nobody wants to go shopping when it's 95 degrees and humid and muggy outside. Yeah. And, and so there is a little bit of that kind of just a slowdown. Now, um, if you are a seller right now, and I've got a couple of listing appointments coming up, what are you thinking? <laughs> are you thinking, are you getting worried? Are you kind of scared that I'm not going to get what I want? I think you're still okay. Right. I think so. And I think also um, it depends also on the price range. Yeah. I think it definitely, if you're in that lower price range, I really don't think it's going to affect sellers at all. I think mm-hmm. you may still be able to get the multiple offers and potentially even over asking price. Right. I think you're closer to getting what you're looking for in the higher price ranges. Yeah. And 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 then now let's talk a different stat. The interest rates of what buyers are experiencing. We've talked about this a little bit more, but again, the buyers are still out there. Yes. Just the 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 rates aren't making people stop buying it's just having to reduce their budget a little bit so there's a sliding scale of and we've mentioned this before i feel like a couple times but it's worth repeating to say that if you had a budget range of four hundred thousand, for example and now the interest rates have gone from you name it three and a half four percent up to five six we've got some people with over six percent rates now that's a pretty significant jump so if your budget originally was $400,000. And that's based on what your monthly payment is. You should is. always be looking at what is your monthly payment. Right. Mm-hmm. So now your budget of what you can afford per month should never change. I mean, unless you get a big pay raise or something like that happens. But your, your monthly budget doesn't change. But the kind of house and the sales price of the house will change based off the interest rates. Because more of it's going to be going towards your interest. Exactly. Because the, obviously with the interest rates increasing, I'm I'm excited because I have two townhouses that are going to be coming on the market here. I've, I've been saying this forever, but they really truly are ready by the end of the month. Let's see them. Um, and I think in the price range that they're coming on, I think it's going to be great because so many people that are may have been looking – Around let's say three fifty or mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to buy that three hundred fifty thousand dollar house. They might be back towards three fifteen, three hundred thousand, yep. yep. because the interest rates have gone up like they have. If, especially these buyers have been looking, let's say since February. Yeah, yeah, and that is good. I mean, again, it's good news for most sellers. You're just going to be getting a different kind of buyer that might have been shopping four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. And 
when I say kind of buyer, I just mean what their budget is. Right. <laughs> and so you think of what in terms of like when you're able to sell your house, there's certain pools of people. A buyer pool of people can afford uh, there would be a greater amount of people that can afford a $300,000 house than an $800,000 house. Uh, definitely. So that's why you're suggesting it's going to be the lower to middle term houses that are going to be okay. Now, when you're shopping in the six, seven, eight hundred thousand plus, now your buyer pool is shrinking and your buyer pool has shrunk even more now because of the interest rates. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a sliding scale of where the greater number of buyers are, are shopping and what they're looking for. You know, and so. I've I've always looked at stats in the city. I live in Winchester. I live in the city. And so within city limits, last year, I would always look on any given day of how many houses are truly active for sale in the city of Winchester. Normally on any given year, pre-COVID, pre this kind of market, it'd be like at least 60, 70, 80 houses. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be about fair and normal. Last year, I totally remember mentioning this to people multiple times. I would go and look it up and it would be like, 13 houses. I remember that. And it, I mean, and you're like, that's crazy for the entire city of Winchester for any price range to have to only be in the teens. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking and I go in there right now and there's 46 houses. So, wow, that's a big jump from being in the teens. And even over this past winter, there'd be 20, 25 places. Now we're in like the 40s of what active houses are for sale in the city of Winchester. So you're, you're noticing, um, that is the slowdown because more houses are getting listed and they're sitting around a little bit longer. So the days on market mm-hmm. is an interesting stat to look at as well of how long are things sitting around. And then are they sitting to the point where you have to drop your price? I don't know. Maybe if you started a little high, maybe if you got a little greedy. Right. <laughs> and you're thinking this is a great market. Every All my neighbors are selling their houses. My friends, my coworkers are telling me now it's time to sell. Let's try to sell. Let's put it at a high price point. Well, here in the summertime, you might need to talk to your agent to say what's the best price to sell my house quickly and still get top dollar. Or even just wait a little bit. Like July, I mean, and, and I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. And I can tell you every year, basically, it's the same. If you were to look at the stats, January and July mm-hmm. are just two of the slowest months there yep. are. Yep. And it's always been that way. I've never seen anything that's been different, at least from my own experience. Right. So with July, I mean, it's this market, you can you can still list any point in time that you choose to. Right. If you were going to try to really get top dollar and sell it quickly, I would probably just, you know, get, get a little push to maybe the end of July. And that way you've got your buyer pool coming in more looking in, in yeah. August. And that's the thing. So it's vacations, like we said, mm-hmm. it's the heat, it's school's out it's people looking to kind of get settled in their normal school routine of life again and then end of august september it does come up now i've got a couple listing appointments coming up one is um in a in a good neighborhood in frederick county um where houses sell for three four hundred maybe even up to five hundred thousand and we'll we'll be listing it soon my conversation when i meet with them i've already had a couple phone calls but when i go visit them is going to look at we're going to look at the stats of what is sold but we're also going to look at what is currently active and what you might see is four five six houses that are similar that are active mm-hmm. if that's the case i might make that suggestion 
I might say, let's, let, let's wait because we do want to sell it quickly and we do want to sell it for top dollar. Now, what I saw yesterday when I was running the comps, we have some really good comp numbers, but there's nothing for sale in their neighborhood, zero. And then I looked at the comps of other areas in Frederick County and similar houses, there might be two similar houses. So I'm going to suggest to them, based off of just the nuances of what their house looks like Mm -hmm. and what their style and the size and the shape of their house and the neighborhood, I'm going to say go. I would do the same thing. I'm thinking that while you're talking about it, that especially if there's nothing in that neighborhood, that right there makes makes it a prime property. And then especially if there's very few like it, outside of the uh-huh. area, then then definitely go for it. It's, so, a, it's a perfect yeah, time. Yeah, so you see the mentality. I mean, there's, there's these little nuances that I, again, as an agent, and we experience this every day, there's the stats, there's the facts, and then there's your gut. And like, right. what what is the combination of all that say? Which is why having experience, having a good understanding of pulse in the market is, is vital. It's important. So. I feel like that almost needs to be like a tagline or like on a bumper sticker. <laughs> the stats, the facts, and your guts. Oh, uh, yeah. Could something that be like, like the iconic talk tagline? Something like experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Something right. like that? Yeah, something oh, like okay. that. Okay. Well, Just, that one's good, too. But okay. This is kind of like that little extra fun one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there there are your stats. And um, I will say the trends have gone um, really downward in the same January to, to May number of the days on market. That happened real quick. And so the days on market, these are houses that sell and have sold and closed in January. They sat for 28 days. You bump that all the way up to then May. The houses that closed and sold last month were only in the market for an average of 10 days. And that's an average. Right. So we're talking things are going really quick. And so the trend moved from 28 to 10. And I think if we're talking and can predict we will see the houses that sell and close in July and August will bump back up. It'll probably be those average days on market will be more like in the 15-day range or maybe even 20-day range because we're seeing this kind of little bit of the lull mm-hmm. um, in the market. I think June's going to be comparable to May uh, once the stats finally come mm-hmm. out, but I agree. I think once July and August, um, and we were talking about this earlier, even in my neighborhood, uh, there is a sign that said price adjustment. And I was blown away. <laughs> I haven't seen a sign writer that says price adjustments yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what you know you were saying is a lot of people are just, you know, that the market is what it is. Some people are just maybe overpricing something to try yep. to just, you know, shoot for the moon. Yep. Um, and then this is kind of where we are at the moment. So yep. if it's overpriced, it may sit a little bit. And I love having longer. these conversations every now and then. So, you know, every three, two to three months, you and I would be sitting down having these kind of catch up and we can look back and see, okay, where were the trends? And we'll look future and we'll predict. So in two or three months when we're having the same conversation, we'll look back at these numbers and we'll see, okay, where are we where are we right? That's what I was thinking. Yes. Were we right? I'm pretty sure we're going to be right. I feel I feel like way too. I'm a little confident. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe overconfident, but well, confident. <laughs> so what have you seen with those interest rates? I know that you know, you've know you got some some stats. We have our trusty lenders out there in the world, and um, you know they give us all the facts. We lean on mm-hmm. the people who know what they're talking about. Well, so. this was something that I saw by um, Mortgage by Marlin. Um, it's on his website, mortgagebymarlin.com. It's uh, Morgan, um, sorry, Marlin by um, Batesel from Batesel yep. yep. with uh, Integrity. 
He's a, a wonderful local lender in our area, and he had put on his page, hot topic was interest rates, and he said, we know interest rates are on the rise. Well, compared to the past two years, of course, rates are actually averaging near historic norms. So did you know between 18, excuse me, 1971 and April of 2022 that the 30-year mortgage rates averaged 7.78%? Wow. So that's in, what, 30, almost, like what, 30, 40, 50. 50? Is that 50? No. Oh my gosh. Do the math. That is 50. 51. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm not I'm 76. <laughs> so I'm like that means I'm not I'm You're not years 76 years old. You're, no, you you are a 76. Born in 1976. Yes. Okay. Giving out the age there. Sorry, mind blown Love there it. here for a second. Yeah, I own my age. It is what it is. <laughs> I own my gray hair. It's all natural. Um but then so the average was 7.78%. So and it's also National Homeownership Month. So you know we're going to factor in our renters. This is interesting that he says Rent is like paying 100% interest rate, and we know you don't want that rate. Right. So stop right. paying your landlord's mortgage, stop paying for, and start paying for a space of your own. Yep. So I just thought that was really fascinating, at least to see the history, because we know that the rates have gone up, what, in the 18% range mm -hmm. at times? What was oh, that, yeah. the early 80s? So yeah, they've been high, yep. and they've been low, but averaging out over that 51 years, we're looking at 7.78%. Yeah. So my opinion, that's not bad. Yep. No, I agree. So, so yeah, thanks, Marlon. Lean on the experts <laughs> from that standpoint. Um, social media. You know, what are we seeing out there in the trends today? I know you try to ask your teenage kids for advice. I ask mine as well, and they laugh at me. You know, like yes, Dad, what are you talking about? You know, so there's TikTok, there's Snapchat, there's Twitter, there's all the other things out there. I still, I don't know, just. Call us old. I love the basics. The Facebook people right. and the Instagram people, those are our people. <laughs> but, you know, I, not to be a snob. We're not going back to MySpace, no, at least. Not, right. <laughs> but not to be a snob. Not many of those TikTok people are buying houses right now. I mean, come on. I mean, unless you're inventing some fancy thing and you're a millionaire when you're 18. I'll be honest. It could be the greatest thing ever. I, I refuse <laughs> to get TikTok. Absolutely refuse. And I'll tell you why is because I've seen what it does to my kids. I've seen what it does to my sister and, and what another does it friend do? of mine. They get wrapped up for like hours, uh -huh. just hours at a time, watching yeah. video after video after video. And or they, making videos. That's, I have. That's they actually were doing that during COVID. They yeah. got really big into that, and I just, and I know me, I could, it'll just suck me right in. So yeah. I avoid it at all costs that's to fair. be able to maintain. Just that's fair. Yeah. No. So I mean, obviously we're on it from a business standpoint, just so people are aware of what we're doing, what we're up to. But it's also fun to see. Okay, what are the, what are the regular people out there doing? Not the business people trying to promote mm -hmm. themselves. And this is a business post that I really appreciate because it's part of our local community. I've had Brandon Thomas on the show um, oh, several months ago from the Winchester Rescue Mission. Okay. And by the way, I actually volunteered there oh, a few weeks ago with some friends, people from our church group. And it was an amazing experience. You'd think that it would be scary to walk into a building with a bunch of, quote, unquote, homeless people or people who are down and outers. Um, they're super friendly, super nice. They're super appreciative of anybody that's willing to go and help and serve and we were able to make dinner for them hung out with them serve the food and here on their post they recently sh shared this question did you know so did you know the winchester rescue mission has helped over 600 families and individuals receive groceries to make their own meals last month so just last month they're 
sending out 600 meals to people. So they collect all kinds of food and groceries and um, items that mostly are donated um, from the community, from local businesses to, to contribute to people that have hunger issues, homeless issues, things like that. And so I appreciate that. Give a shout out to Winchester Rescue, Rescue Mission because they're doing a lot of work in the community and it's kind of going unnoticed. So if we can help promote what they got going right. on, share their post, talk about it. Um, now, where are they located? Downtown. Okay. Um, they have like this cool little building um, just past the old train station and it's on Cameron Street. Um, and it has like a big painting and mural on the side. Okay. Um, right across the street from train tracks. And they actually have another building that they just recently purchased that they're trying to renovate that will double their space. So the one downtown is for guys. They also have a, there's a shelter for ladies. And then with this new space that they're building down on Valley Avenue and renovating, that'll grow what they've got going on. So that's my knowledge of it. I'm sure you can go to the website and see more details. Brandon Thomas is an amazing guy. And by the way, you can refer back to that episode um, that we had where you can hear the history of it and um, and learn about what they've got going on. So it's uh, it's really wonderful to be able to help and um, support groups like yeah. that. Yep. So that post stood stood out to me. So what's new in Winchester, upcoming events, things that we should be talking about going to? So what we got for local events this weekend is the 64th annual yard party for the Gaines, uh, Gainesboro Volunteer Fire and Rescue. It's Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday, they're going to have bluegrass music and concessions. Saturday is their chicken and ham dinner, $16. Wow. And they're going to have auctions and raffles and concessions. Auctions, raffles. So, yeah, 64th annual. That's pretty amazing. That is. And then um, the Shenandoah Valley Wine Festival is also this Saturday. And I think I mentioned something about it mm-hmm. last week. Yep. Um, it's 1 to 7 okay. at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Nice. So they've got some souvenir glass and entrance to the museum and the gardens with your um, purchase of your ticket. Souvenir so glass. If you get it ahead of time, it's only $30. Yeah. If you get your ticket at the gate, it's 35 Ah. Okay. So, well, pay in advance. Save yeah, some money. Pay in advance. So there you go. Find their website, the Shenandoah Valley. I'm sure it's probably going to be on the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley yeah. website. And I, from what I've looked at, I think the weather's going to be nice, too. So be fun to go outside with your family, hang out. Um, if we could only have weekends like last weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. It's definitely <laughs> nice, right? It was, what, in the 70s? It was beautiful. 70s, but, you know, if it gets in the 80s, that's where my wife likes it. She likes, you know, a little warmer 80s, be able to hang out at the the pool, Mm -hmm. do something like that, relax. Summer's here. It's kind of fun. It's exciting. Well, um, I do know that hopefully next week we're going to have a special guest, and we've talked about how there are these different subcultures within Winchester. Um, That's just a little teaser of where we might go with our conversation next week a new subculture that we haven't talked about, little hidden community of people that, um, you know, are musical and talented. So we shall see oh, what next week I'm might bring for, for us. I'm excited for next week. There you go. So thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. And we hope that you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and a review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Until next time, think iconic.